0: Welcome, one and all, to Lords of Order, a DC Dr. Fate fan podcast. This is episode 54, and I'm your host, Ed Moore. If you want to contact the show, you can email the DrFateFanPodcast at gmail.com. Leave comments on the website, BigTimeNoise.com slash Fate. Lords of Order has Google Plus and Facebook pages, and for those that tweet, Teal Productions is the address. The story comes from More Fun Comics, the 1936 volume, or the the first volume. Issue 74, uh, for my recap today, the December 1941 cover dated Issue 74. Scripts are by Gardner Fox. Pencils, inks, and letters are by Mr. Howard Sherman. Our tale is entitled, Mr. Who Lives Again?, And a couple things that I neglected to uh, mention last episode, and I want to mention for this episode. uh, The story, both of these stories from issue 73 and issue 74, uh, today's story, can be found reprinted in the Golden Age Dr. Fate archives put out by DC in 2007. And starting a couple issues back, including last and this current issue of More Fun Comics, Dr. Fate has the cover. Uh, Now, the reason in particular that I caught that is because the cover for this issue, issue 74, he appears to be fighting a trio of thugs that are dressed suspiciously like the Golden Age Starman. That's what stood out to me. Made me realize I hadn't mentioned that, but oddly enough, that's the case. Alright, our narrator tells us to open this Episode, issue of Dr. Fate's tale. Mr. Who, arch-criminal, lives again. His discovery of solution Z, which enables him to adapt himself instantly to any danger, causes his body to grow the gills and fins of a fish as he escapes from a watery grave. Direct reference to previous issue. And watching his escape in his great globe of pure crystal is the man of magic and mystery, Dr. Fate. So this issue takes up almost immediately after the previous issue. Although Dr. Fate has had time to get from uh, the Hudson River back to his Tower of Fate outside of Salem, get locked into his crystal and be checking things out on his crystal. Now, who knows how long that has taken, but he sees that... Mr. Who is swimming away, and indeed his hands have been turned into big fins, big orange fins. So Dr. Fate takes off to find, locate, apprehend, uh, whatever he's going to do specifically, Mr. Who. We cut to Mr. Who, who is crawling out of the river onto a wharf, it tells us. He takes another big swig of his Solution Z, which he has in a nice little uh, metal flask that he must carry on his person. And the narrator tells us, oddly enough, and, and I see that this was attempted to be drawn, I think, in a in a panel here... But we're told as the humped figure crab walks along the city street, an awesome metamorphosis takes place. Now, when we first see him, he just looks like an an old human, an older Mr. Who. But he walks into a nearby bar, and he is not recognized by those thugs that he had previously employed. So he goes about physically reintroducing himself to them, and tells them that he is going to take over as mayor of the city and have all the powers and abilities granted to the mayor. You boys meet me at the mayor's office. So he takes off to the mayor's office. He gets to the front door and we're told the mysterious chemicals in Solution Z react. And Mr. Who becomes thin as paper, enabling him to slip between the door and the jam. Uh, and that's uh, the very front door of the building. Now, Mr. Who tells us, my body recognizes the need to slip through here and so makes itself incredibly thin. Just an interesting turn of phrase, I think. So it's not a mental command per se that he um, does things. It's that his body knows what needs to be done and does it. Dr. Fate, uh, we cut back to Dr. Fate. He has arrived at Mr. Who's former hideout, or maybe current hideout. But uh, either way, he's not there. So he jets back off, Dr. Fate does, and decides, well, I, I need to go tell the mayor that this you know, madman is running around loose so that he can do what mayors need to do in, in preparation for this evil genius running around. We cut back to the mayor who Mr. Who has reached and is confronting, uh, first as his paper-thin, shadow-black form, then as a, perhaps a somehow clawed kind of form, and then he finally subdues the mayor, covers him with a a red cloth, and physically transforms himself into the mayor, into a, a doppelganger of the mayor. His thugs break in, as he had previously told them to do. No sooner do they arrive that Dr. Fate arrives. And with some fisticuffs and musical lyrics, apparently. Because every so often, the text has musical notes at the end of it. So I don't know if he's singing when he's talking to him, which I, I doubt. Or he is reciting lyrics, which the lyrics are songs that I don't even remotely recognize. So... I don't get any of them as lyrics except by the uh note indication, but he fends off the thugs um, finally, the mayor slash Mr. who realizes that the that uh his boys have been defeated. He kind of uh dismisses Dr. Fate quickly and leaves. After he's left, Dr. Fate is investigating the office, finds the real mayor, the real mayor tells Dr. Fate what actually had occurred, and Dr. Fate takes off after, the, after Mr. Who, who is currently in disguise. Uh, the narrator tells us at his home, Mr. Who plans a defense against Dr. Fate. So Mr. Who has turned back into the older gentleman glasses beard that we have seen before. Talking to his thugs, they're starting to show to, to show the, the wear from uh both Mr. Who's reintroduction at the, the Wharf bar, but also from having fought Dr. Fate. Uh, several times in a row here, they're, they're physically showing the signs of having been beat up. Uh, Mr. Who decides that he is going to make some Solution Z into an aerosol, into a smoke form, so that Dr. Fate will inhale it and it will cancel out his powers. Now why Solution Z would do that, I I, I truly have no idea, but that's what Mr. Who figures that it will do. So he goes off to his lab, tells the boys to watch out for Dr. Fate, and lo and behold, what should happen? Dr. Fate should appear, indeed. More fisticuffs, more quips. This time it's um, game-related quips about playing ball, you be the ball and I'll bounce you, Uh, table tennis, card games. Games are the theme of his quips now, not the musical notes uh, like they were in his previous encounter with these same thugs. So here, this is the fourth time in the past two uh, issues that these guys have been beat up by Dr. Fate. At the museum, on the boat from last issue, at the mayor's office, and now at their headquarters in this issue. Uh, I'm sure these guys are getting tired of running into Dr. Fate, you know. So Dr. Fate rushes to Mr. Who's laboratory, who has concocted his serum, throws it at Dr. Fate. Dr. Fate is overcome by the chemical fumes and passes out. Mr. Who figures that he has beaten Dr. Fate, leaves him there, doesn't do anything to him, leaves him there, goes to carry out the rest of his plan. He arrives at at City Hall. Uh, Again, he has transformed into the mayor and tells some police officials to open the vaults that he needs some money to conduct official city business with. So they do, and Mr. Who goes in, grabs some money, Uh, ushers at gunpoint the officers into the vault and closes the vault. Dr. Fate revives at the headquarters of Mr. Who, uh, having only um, inhaled a portion because he, as soon as he saw something was going to happen, he started to hold his breath, but he pulled in a little of the fumes, enough to knock him out, but not enough to hamper his powers. So he wakes up, Uh, revived and he's okay, goes out, goes to city hall, finds that the, um, vault has been shut, sealed, hears people behind it, opens it up and finds the real mayor and the guards in there that once again, fill Dr. Fate in on what has happened. Fate rushes back to the hideout slash laboratory of Mr. Who. Mr. Who, meanwhile, has already returned to his home base, finds that Dr. Fate is gone, tells the thugs to go look for Dr. Fate, but instead they decide, no, we've had enough butt kickings to last us, we're going to take off, and so they try to run. But in the midst of their running, Fate does finally show up, defeats him once again via fisticuffs, uh, the fifth time now in two issues that these same dudes have been beat up. He also physically subdues Mr. Who by uh, getting him in, looks like a neck tackle, throwing him against a wall, dumping him in a trash can, unconscious. Then he scoops up, Fate scoops up the money, the gold that was stolen, and the trash can that has Mr. Who in it. Takes them all back to the mayor's office. Deposits them. No pun intended as far as the money in it. Okay, never mind. Uh, but He tells the mayor, Dr. Fate does, his solution Z has worn off by now. You'll find him as easy to control as any other prisoner. And the mayor responds, "I can't thank you enough. The entire nation can't thank you because this man had the ability to stop at nothing." And our narration to finalize the story, but iron bars cannot a prison make for the clever Mister Who. Follow Doctor Fate as he fights this Crime Czar in every issue of More Fun Comics. So I don't know if that means that he's going to start appearing in you know truly in every issue or or what. Next time all-star comics the 1940 volume or again the the first volume issue eight as it pertains to dr fate now again usually what happens is they have a framing sequence beginning and end that has all of the um, all-star characters the justice league characters and then in between the story is broken into a mission for each character so uh, that in the all-star comics Episodes I cover the opening and ending sequence because it involves fate. And then his individual particular mission from amongst the others. A little difference in uh, format style than just talking about the story like I do with the more fun comics. Honestly, I do enjoy the more fun comic stories better. But these uh, all-star comics also are important as... Uh, fleshing out the the career of Dr. Fate, too. So, I don't mind covering those. I just like the more fun comics better. Either way, episode 55, All-Star Comics 8. Talk to you then, guys. Lords of Order is a Teal production. And as such is licensed under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, non-derivative, 3.0 unported license.